Hi, welcome to Resonate by the Reconnected. This is Emma and Eleanor joining you again. Hi, everyone. We are going to discuss the topic of why we suppress, deny, inhibit, and avoid our emotions. We had a great conversation about this on Instagram recently and got a lot of questions about this particular phrase, suppress, deny, inhibit, and avoid. Yeah. yeah, it is a big one. And it is something that, you know, when we look at this pattern that comes up for us, we can really get to the root of why most of us struggle to really be with our kids in their really big emotions. I would say that um, being with our kids' feelings is the number one question or struggle that parents in the reconnected parenting community have. Would you agree? Yeah, totally. I would say every single parent at some point will struggle to be with or know how to handle their children's anger, fear, upset, sadness, frustration, joy, excitement. Um, any area where our kids have got big feelings and we struggle to be with them, um, or an, is an area where, um, we actually have a little bit of potential growing to do. And we want to talk about this in the context of suppressing and denying and inhibiting and avoiding. Um, so I wonder if we should just introduce ourselves to anyone who might be tuning in for the first time. Yeah. So, hey, everyone, I'm Emma. I am the co-founder of Reconnected as well as Reconnected Parenting, Reconnected Being with Eleanor. I am trained in a mastery in rebirth and breath work. So much of my work is about addressing this suppression, denial and inhibitation of our emotions. And when I started my breathwork training, I had the story of my childhood was fine. It was fine. Everything was fine. You know, like I was completely suppressing so much. I was suppressing my rage. I was suppressing my joy. I was suppressing my tears. My dearest father, beautiful man, but he had the pattern of don't cry don't cry every time I would be in tears. And so by the time I'd hit my adulthood, I found it so hard to freely express my emotions. Mm -hmm. And it was through my breathwork training that I really got into in, in touch with being able to more freely express these emotions. And then I worked with so many people deep in one-to-one processes where we really went into the deepest, darkest spaces of these suppressed emotions. And so I really fell in love with authenticity. There's really nothing like being with someone in their full expression of what they are truly feeling. I get goosebumps just even tuning into those memories. Um, So I find this topic extremely important because you know, we've come out of an age of massive suppression. You know, I think back to my grandparents of the 50s and we are just now really getting in touch with, oh, it's actually okay 
to have these feelings. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's really big. Yeah. And um, if we haven't met, I'm Eleanor. And I'm also a breath worker, but my um, other training is in counseling and play therapy. I've done a lot of work over the past 20 years in breath work, but also um, working with children and supporting children who've experienced trauma or <clears throat> loss um, to move through and process their big feelings. Um, and I've worked as a family counselor for many years. So the Reconnected is um, a born of Emma and my shared love of conscious parenting between us. I've lost count of how many children we have. <laughs> I was going to say 10, but I think it might be 11 now. Yep. <clears throat> and um, we really connected over our love of breath work, recognized the synergy of breath work and play therapy and found that the fastest, most effective way for us to be the parents we want to be is to do the work of healing our nervous systems and learn how to be with our kids in a way that helps them to uh, grow up with a connection point to um, what we call vent the ventral vagal regulation, which is essentially their true self. Yeah, so that's what we're all about at The Reconnected. And in today's podcast, we want to chat really about this idea of that we're all sitting on suppressed emotions. So I wonder if you've come across these words before, suppression, denial, inhibition, and avoidance. All of us will have some level of suppression, denial, inhibition, avoidance of our emotions and of our feelings. And we find that for parents, parenting can feel like a game of suppression. Like who here spends their days gritting their teeth, for yep. example? Mm -hmm. Yep. Gritting their teeth or pushing away feelings that we don't want to acknowledge, like how we really feel about our children <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. um you know including the guilt any shame any we can even push down joy mm. there's such a range of emotions that we can really start to suppress when we're yeah. in our everyday grunt of parenting right yeah yeah there's a lot of pressure on parents especially mothers to really enjoy parenting yep. and in reality most of us when we go from uh, not having children to having children um, can sometimes really experience a lot of questioning of of what of the decision that we've made, uh, whether we're up to the task. Um, you know, parenting can bring up really tricky feelings, yeah. like and deep questioning um, of of you know, especially if we feel challenged or if the circumstances around us don't support our transition from um, before we have kids to having kids. And, and not many people, there's not many spaces where we can freely talk about our challenges with parenting. And so most of those feelings really have to be denied. And they're denied as well because we, um, of course, they sit alongside um, 
a deep love of our children. And so anywhere where we have this incredible conflict between two um, seemingly polar opposite children, uh, children, <laughs> polar opposite feelings, yeah. um, we will have to deny some kind of element, like conflicting feelings are very challenging. We yeah. can deeply love our kids and still really f- question whether we are made for being a parent totally. or, or really genuinely be struggling with the demands of parenting. Of parenting yeah. yeah. And everyday life, all the bills, all the things yeah. that we've got to do in modern life, you know, yeah. we need to do it all. We need to be the yeah. home. And without the support. Job. Yeah, without the support of a village around us, um, parenthood can feel like a real um, a burden sometimes for, through no fault of anyone's, yeah. just purely the way that our culture is set up at the moment. And can I just ask you, like, for someone who's like, I don't have any suppressed emotions, I'm not in denial of anything, how could they know that they were actually dealing with some suppression, denial, avoidance? Well, I loved when you said my childhood was fine. Yeah. And um, also, yeah, that also simultaneously that you couldn't feel any feelings. No, totally. And I was triggered <laughs> by everyone around me. You know what I mean? Everything was triggering. People's success was triggering. Hard times were triggering. Mm-hmm. So there was so much avoidance to my truth and my real feelings there, you know? Yeah, like I was yeah, yeah. Triggered by my kids' big emotions. If my yeah. son was crying, it would be, you know, mm-hmm. it would rattle my nervous system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so some signs that you're suppressing emotions are um, have feeling numb emotionally. Um, that points to feeling a huge disconnect from what's actually happening. Not being able to feel real happiness and true satiation of of um, feeling satisfied, complete um, enjoy enjoyment of any moment. Yeah. The interesting thing about suppressing emotions is we can't just suppress one. You can't just neatly suppress your anger yeah, <laughs> and then feel fully joyful, you know? Yeah, when you cap one, you cap all, right? If you cap anything, yeah. you cap everything. Yeah, totally. 100%. And yeah. so, um, you know, any kind of, yeah, numbness, uh, feeling ripped off, never being able to enjoy yourself fully. Yeah. Um also this statement like uh my childhood was fine it was fine here's an interesting point right um sometimes we think that we need to have experienced a traumatic childhood in order to um have emotional baggage from our childhood or to have suppressed feelings from our childhood but here's a really key distinction and I've been really wanting to talk about this for ages so I'm so glad it came up most of us if we didn't experience a trauma every everyone at some point experienced insensitive parenting yeah or insensitive caregiving even by teachers doctors anyone around them aunties uncles yes Yes. And when we are young, we are completely dependent on the adults around us. And I want the listeners, I'd love for you to just tune into that completely dependent. And at the same time, our nervous systems are 
at their most sensitive. We're built, we're in the building blocks of our nervous system in the first few years of our life. We're completely dependent on our environment and our caregivers for survival. And so ruptures in our relationship or um, insensitivity to our needs can be experienced as life-threatening. And so here's the interesting definition about trauma. Trauma is not about the event. Trauma is about our perception of the event. And so if we perceive that our life is threatened, then we can have a trauma, we can hold that as trauma in our system. And our insent, like when we experience insensitivity, this might be as simple for a baby as um, uh, being left in a wet nappy for too long. Um, feeling too hot, um, you know, some, not having basic needs like that picked up on from our caregivers, um, let alone then, you know, the our emotional needs. <laughs> you know, yeah. most of our emotional needs as infants are people, you know, even people my age, I'm in my 40s, you know, most of our parents didn't really get it that we had emotions, no. you know. Well, that's the other thing about like there's so much societal influence on how we suppress and deny and inhibit and avoid our emotions because you know there's so many of us who it it is not okay to get angry it's not all right to get angry no you can't crying is weakness mm. you know don't be too happy because you will be unrelatable to others you know there's yeah, yeah. many threads that have got us into this place of suppressing and denying yeah really the re going through all the things yes and here's the thing so in moments of insensitivity that we experience as a as an infant or a child, young child um in order to survive them we suppress it or deny our own reaction mm. in order to stay connected so i have worked with thousands of people in one-to-one -one sessions, hundreds of small group sessions. And then through the reconnected Emma, we've worked with tens of thousands of people yeah. and I am yet to meet anyone who does not, has not had a moment where they have had to override their own emotional needs in order to stay connected. And in order to survive the perception of I need to survive. So yeah. trauma is, determined by a person's perception mm, yeah so what effect does this have on our kids this suppression well here's here's the point right here's another way that you can tell that you might have suppressed emotions how okay with your child's expression are you <laughs> just letting that drop <laughs> <laughs> so you know Every, every single feeling that you can't be within your children points you to a suppressed emotion within you. It's just that simple. Kaboom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we say, we have a saying at The Reconnected, the children are the gurus. And we mean teachers, the guides, they guide us because they point us back to these 
these moments where it's it's us it's it's us that needs someone to be with us in yeah. our feelings you know so when we emotionally inhibit our emotions um when we inhibit our emotions or avoid or deny them or suppress them or inhibit them um it has the same effect on our kids because we will suppress in other people what we can't be with within ourselves And so this is how generational um, patterns get passed down. Um, And at the Reconnected, the cool thing is where we are a community of people who are not just talking about this, you know, we are actively doing the work of um, becoming safe to feel so that we can be one of the first generations of people to hold that safe to feel space for our children. Um, And yeah, I mean, it's an exciting time. I want to say talking about insensitive parenting and just how small an experience to an adult can be a very big experience for an infant who is completely conscious, highly sensitive, um, you know, incredibly intelligent and perceptive yeah. um, can bring up a lot <laughs> for yeah. parents. It very much can. Yeah. And I want to say um, I there's a real mastering in, mastery in being able to hold that information without going down with the ship around it. Yeah. And f- for me personally, my children fully woke me up to this particular, this reality of my suppressed emotions. One of the first things I said when I first experienced breath work and when I um, got in touch with emotions that had been suppressed, quite literally, no one to- had ever said to me, you have suppressed emotions. Like and you will have- dump on your child. And, and you if you give them those suppressed emotions as well no one had said it to me yeah no one had said it to me it wasn't in any of the baby books no one get tells you when you take your baby home from the hospital or you know it's like it's it it wasn't there and so when I realized that I had anger from my childhood and that my kids were triggering my anger and that's why I was getting angry at them and why I couldn't be with them in their anger the first thing out of my mouth was but I've already had children. I I instantly saw how much I'd already passed on to my little girl who was two and a half at the time. And, um, you know, we, we work with a lot of parents who get racked with guilt yeah. when they come to this. It's a big one. And it's definitely a process. Uh, it's actually why in Reconnect to Parenting, before we even start the program, we address guilt because it's just, it's a hugely important um, and focus. And it keeps you stuck and it keeps you yeah. within yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. But um, this is an invitation to hold on to this um, f- saying, which is um, it, it, it really isn't about what happened in the past. No. It really is about what happens now and now yeah. that you have this information. Yeah. That was one of the most awakening things through my process of going from it's fine and I'm super suppressed and, you know, um, not acknowledging some of the hurt and the pain that I had experienced over my life 
to fully feeling it and being with it, which was a process in itself. You know, of course, it's very different and, um, you know, sometimes intense to feel the anger or the grief that has been suppressed for so long Mm -hmm. but the best part about it all is is the level of compassion for self and for others Mm. that is available on the other side and the the knockdown of this idea of perfection Mm. yeah that was the biggest aha moment for me because when I was in that suppressed state my idea of parenting was coming from these gentle parenting books of perfection. Mm. And when I realized what we're actually all about as humans, I realized that that was a totally false goal and that there is literally no such thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And for example, I actually had, it's interesting we're talking about this today because I actually had such an incredible conversation with one of my teenagers last night where I laid it all out. I literally said, you know how you got angry at me yesterday? Do you know that that comes from a time when I made you stop feeling how angry you were when you were little? Do you know that if you don't deal with that anger, you know, it comes out here and we can handle it. But in the future, if you blame me for making you feel that way, at some point, someone else you love, you're, these same feelings are going to come up. It might be your partner. It might be your children. At some point, you'll have to deal with these feelings. So the best thing to do is not blame me for making you angry. The best thing for you to do is to deal with your your own relationship with that flick and that switch and the feelings that are there, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it's like, and they even so they get it. Intelligent. This it's is the so thing. Yeah. They get it. Because wouldn't you have like, you know, that was probably one of the things where I was like, but why didn't anyone tell me? Because there was so many times in my early teens, late teens, that if someone had have just pointed me to, hey, you actually feel a lot of grief right now, so you're making really bad decisions <laughs> based on this suppressed grief from your earlier life. Yes. Oh, my goodness, I would have picked some better choices, you know, but yes. I was acting from rage at my parents. So yeah. I was doing things that would get back at them in order to somehow pay them back without having any idea or I was having relationships with friends and boyfriends that were driven by a grief of a Mm -hmm. lack of connection and weren't actually true and authentic and divine alignment you know they Mm. were wounded connections so yeah yeah it's powerful it's so powerful it really is so blessed like there's so much the kids that are coming through and if you're listening to this podcast today you are definitely on the way to being a parent who you know because you're listening and you're you're willing to mm-hmm. listen to this conversation. Yeah. Um, you know, our children just have so much more freedom in mm-hmm. themselves to be mm-hmm. and be with what has been going on for them. And yeah. when we can acknowledge it in ourselves, mm-hmm. that's what I mean by the compassion and empathy is that you just become more humble. Yeah. You become more humble to, oh, I stuffed up. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, I was so impressed actually. Like 
in reality, I love that you said that if you're here, you're, you're ready or you're here, you're doing it because um, this kind of information is um, repulsive to people who aren't ready for it. (laughs) It is. And it is like, you cannot make people do this work. You really can't. Um, this work, and I, so many people say this, I experienced it myself and I, so many people at The Reconnected talk about how this work just found them at the exact right time. Yeah. And it's because of a readiness, a readiness that you might not even consciously recognise. And, you know, I can acknowledge and recognise that this work and this way of being in the world came to me when I was fully ready for it and for me I had to be in a lot of pain before I was ready for it yeah and but I look at the kids of today like my teenagers and in that conversation we had last night there's there's readiness yeah there's readiness like they they get it they're so emotionally intelligent they're open they it lands they understand it I know 40 year olds who if I tried to explain this to them they wouldn't be able to understand it or because they're still stuck in the blame the blame and the and the finger pointing and then no I didn't do it they They did it it. they did everything I am not doing anything it's all them blame is 100% a sign of suppressed emotion and I want to um it's as similar to energy as denial blame and denial When we blame someone, we're denying something. Yeah. And this is where I want to leave the conversation, I feel, because um, a lot of people have a feeling of of wanting other people to do this work. Like, hands up right now. Who wants their partner to do this work, you know? Ever, like I will admit when I was going through my training I did try and drag my mother into the scenario I was gonna say and then who wants their parents to do the work who wants she was their getting parents? some aggressive texts saying like <laughs> it's time for you yeah and Sorry, one mom. of the things about suppression denial <laughs> inhibition and avoidance is we really have to revere these things yes we have certainly. to revere them because yes that there's layers of pain and if someone was able to be with that those feelings underneath then they would and as soon as they can they will and there's always a really valid reason why they can't just resolve all of these feelings yeah in one go yeah and I want to say that you know in the yogic science they say recognize the other is you and that is so when we do our own work and we open up these spaces within ourselves to be more vulnerable, more accepting, more humble, more gracious, more empathetic, it gives permission for others to do that around us as well. And I have experienced that firsthand when I stopped trying to pass the buck of healing onto others and I just went for it for myself, Mm. it started to freely open up for the people around me to want to do it as well mm-hmm. without having to push them, without having yeah. to drag them into the scenario. They could just see the level of freedom that I was experiencing on all levels of my life mm-hmm. and it was inspiring them to do the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. Whew. 
I know. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us for this conversation. You know, we're going to talk in the next podcast around um, uh, how we can get out of this and how we can get um, out of cycles of suppression and denial and inhibition. Yeah, how we can stay with what is arising and be truly safe in those big feelings that we have been hiding from for yeah. God knows how long. But thank you so much, everyone. Uh, Please let us know on social media. Give yeah. us a tag. Let and us join in the conversation. Prompt, yeah. Jump into our reconnected app. If you go to the app store oh, on iTunes or the Google store, it's called Reconnected App. And it is where we're going to have all these podcasts laid out for you. And we are starting to get into getting everyone into our big free community. And we're going to be dropping lots of fun little projects and information in there. So if you're in there, you're going to get the first ping of the notification. And we'd so- love to hear um, a share about what from this conversation stood out to you. Tag us yeah. on social media at The Reconnected or yeah. jump in and join the conversation inside of the app. Um, we so appreciate you being here. Yeah. Thanks so much, everyone. See you on the next podcast.